1: It's the Anfield Rap, It's a bit of a funny show this week. I'm Neil Atkinson. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about Watford. Uh, maybe get onto Villa slash Qatar, uh, and then we're going to break and do the draw. Or that might come earlier. We're not quite sure on the time into the draw. And the draws come slap bang in the middle of the time we normally record, so we've come a little bit earlier this week. Uh, Paul Senior, Gareth Roberts, and Craig Hannon, as ever, we are in association with the Athletic. There was something fantastic on there by Simon Hughes about Jurgen Klopp and how he deals with people. It is the Anfield Wrap. Sorry, it is the Athletic.co.uk forward slash the Anfield Wrap to sign up, and please do so if you haven't. Done done so already there's loads of fantastic stuff on there but that by side was tremendous uh, but we are going to first and foremost talk about Liverpool beating Watford by two goals to nil um, Paul Senior Watford at bottom they turned up to Anfield bottom, they've ended up staying bottom. Um, I couldn't believe the number of chances in the game in general for both sides. The one thing I thought you might get would be Watford tightening up uh, and sitting really deep and being a little bit conservative. I thought they were quite front foot. And they probably end up creating four good chances against Liverpool. Liverpool probably create six or seven good chances against Wat- Watford watching it back.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, well, I'm not surprised Liverpool create six or seven good chances against Watford. It was more the fact that Watford create seven good chances against Liverpool, really. Um, firstly, yeah, you started by saying what for the bottom. I'll be gobsmacked if they finish bottom. The only way they'll finish bottom is if they continue to finish, like they finished at Anfield. You know, they are a team that looks bereft of confidence, a team that's been through two managers already this season. One that, you know, I, I thought, I know they, I know they took a spanking in the FA Cup final, Um but I didn't think I didn't think you'd see a drop off like like this. It look, you know, you see this with teams sometimes that um, struggle to regain confidence, but all of a sudden they find the feet. This 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 is new levels as you as you're coming up towards Christmas. That uh, surely that can't just be an FA Cup final because Watford are a decent side. It's not like they've they've lo- they've lost um, a big player in the summer. If anything, they managed to keep hold of Corey. Uh, Dini's still uh, you know um, De La Feuze stayed uh they added they had, um, the lad from Sa- yeah but they added the, the centre half in the summer I can't remember Dawson Dawson in the summer I, I looked at them coming into the season and thought another contender for top eight um, and then being bottom you're just, you're just like How, how's that happened to them so yeah, they came to Anfield and they were better than what I than what I expected, um, and I think maybe better than what Liverpool ex- expected. Um, I, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll finish there. I think Nigel Pearson has had enough time now to to have seen a couple of errors. He's been in the job about ten days or something, hasn't he? So he's got he's got he's got players to play with. They're only six six points or so off um, off 18, 17th. So. I'm pretty sure they'll get out if they start putting the ball in the back of the net.
1: If they start putting the ball in the back of the net, Gareth, and that's the key thing. We get away with a couple. I think we know enough about this Liverpool side to believe they've got the resilience to have come through the other side anyway. But the thing that Watford didn't do was when they had chances, they did not take them.
3: Yeah, I mean, some of the misses were unbelievable. Was t- and they were almost
1: so comic in how bad they were. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, you know, Sars one, you know, he, he, he couldn't do that again if he tried. I think that Corey was the other one who, who, who missed an absolute sitter. And, and Liverpool got lucky a little bit there. I think um, on another day, you know, Wofford get a draw, maybe even win it. But it is what it is. I think. I think what we've got to take as positives from it is that Liverpool didn't play well. The conditions were shit. Um, the wind was clearly affecting the game. At, at times, it looked like neither side could, could play football. It looked like they forgot how to play football. Um, and you know, it's it's a grim day. It's a, it's an early kick off. There's a few injuries. There's a few changes to the side. There's rotation going on and everything else. If you can just emerge the other side of that with three points, which Liverpool did, that's the positive to take. They kept on going. They scored the goal, and Mo Salah proved yet again that he's absolutely world class. Thought both his goals are absolutely phenomenal. Um, they're not. They're not chances basically um, for for the majority of strikers probably in the world, um, but for him they are, and and it's it's great great news for everyone that he's decided to score with his right foot. Um, so yeah. It's a, it, it, I take the positives from it in that Liverpool, have won. Liverpool have, have have extended the lead at the top of the Premier League. Leicester have slipped now, and I just got a taxi into work then, and it was the same fella as a few weeks ago, and he's a big red, and he's like, I got you a few weeks ago, didn't I? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I Think we've done it, you know? I Think we've done it.
2: I've uh, had a bit of that all weekend uh, like people, people want not wanting to say it publicly. I know. I know this is very public where we're saying it, but people just go on. Can't, I just can't see us dropping that many points. Never, never. All, all
3: that all the people following, make the teams following, Being maintaining perfect. the pace yeah. yep. because th- every week that we do this, we're basically saying to them, "You've got to go perfect for the rest of the season." I want to know. Look, I watched the Arsenal game, and Arsenal were absolutely shit, gang of shit, ours just didn't bother tackling, didn't look arsed. <laughs> Um And and you know, there'll be tougher tests than that for for City, Leicester. Well, well Norwich obviously shocked them They've got to play each other while we're away Having our warm weather trade It's so nicely that hasn't it Yeah it, it's lovely So you know I, I get that you can pick at the Waffle performance I get that you can, you can you highlight a few players And say you know he didn't play well He didn't play well They got at us I actually I actually was quite impressed by them I thought you know they've done alright there Bear in mind where they are in the league That they're on the third manager of the season thought he played with a lot of freedom It's good that he didn't score goals like but you know the Delafeo, um Decore, you know, they're good players. That, There's
2: enough there to keep them up, isn't yeah, there Yeah,
3: definitely. Um and if they play like that they'll be all right. Um <laughs> And I think it, I think you know the manager could sell it as a little bit as a free hit. You know Liverpool, top of the league, uh, unbelievable side. You can just go there, have a go, see, see how you get on. And you know I think Everton that patient. I don't normally agree with them to be fair, but Everton he said after the match was pretty much spot on in that you know we can take positives from it. He, he said Liverpool know they've been in a game there and and they did.
1: I think the the weather's playing an enormous part in it, Craig. Yeah. The, the ball's moving around all over the place all the way through the match. I actually think Liverpool use it quite cleverly at times. It was interesting. You'd think that would suit a side that's got Troy up front rather than a side that's got Mo Salah up front. But actually, you know, being able to threaten with balls in behind, using the fact that Salah, Mane, Firmino will come on to talk about have all got such good touch and anticipate situations really well. Worked well for Liverpool. Uh, it was you know, I think that Liverpool are quite clever in it, but it does have a massive impact on how the game's gonna be played.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I think I think we're always as fans we're, we're sort of wary of mentioning the weller just because at times in the past the managers mentioned it and then opposition fans have latched onto that and used it almost as as something to beat him with um as as an excuse almost. But like I think the wind effect at Watford and in that SAR chance as well, the way the ball comes at i like and I think Jurgen Klopp touched on that in his press conference. He said Look, this is this is something that you, you do have to take into account, and um, I think you're right. I think Liverpool have you know we've we've seen over the past few weeks Liverpool have become maybe the best long ball team in in, in the world. But um, cleverly, we were using uh, Sadio Mane as a, a as an out ball almost because of the wins and um, it's it's it certainly was affecting things. But I think I think look, we're in the middle of a difficult period, and I think that. Um, three a game every three to four days at the moment and yet our last results are what 2-0 2-0 3-0 like we're excelling during this period and games like this are going to happen games where we're not our our dazzling best but we're resilient and we're finding ways to win and look Watford has mentioned before Watford had chances but Alisson made some crucial saves as well and that should be celebrated Um, and I think throughout this whole run coming up to Qatar The thing that we've wanted to get to is just to get win by win, get the three points on the board and then fly off to Qatar. In actual actual fact, the gap that's widened now um, is making us think I think previous seasons um, last season included we have maybe got a little bit ahead of ourselves and I think this year we're sort of, we're, we're allowing the season to develop and we're allowing the Reds to get the points on the board without getting too excited about it now but that gap is massive, and 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 with Leicester dropping points as well at the weekend, it's um and and the, and the City and Leicester game coming up. You know we could we, that the, the game at on Boxing one Day is huge. Points. Yeah, one, one them they have to points. take points off each other, and then that game on Boxing Day becomes huge. It's one way now, Paul. You're looking at it, and <clears throat> if
1: I tell like you trying to pick holes, it's not as though, as I say, it wasn't as though everyone was flying. As, as both you said, Gareth said, Craig said, everyone's flying against Watford. The one little thing I would note uh, is we've, we're going to rely in the second half of the season um, at times, no matter what happens from this point I've being able to rotate at fullback, and I'm beginning to ever so slightly worry about a player I've always really enjoyed watching play left-back in Milner I think he's, you know, it's what's noticeable for me is that, for instance, uh, the Wijnaldum injury happens around the hour mark and Watford don't have another significant chance If you look at all of those chances and where they come uh, from a Watford point of view, you know a lot of the play is down our right but the end product ends up being on the left hand side of the pitch the left hand side of the penalty area as we play Mm. not as Watford play and you've got to be careful with that that you don't correlate something that could just be a little bit of an accident or anything like that but when I've seen Milner as I say it's not just this game last three or four times he's, he's, he's helped us out at left back and I think the other side about this as well is that when he goes into midfield in the game, I think he plays really well. He plays the best pass of the match through to, to get that Salah through one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So you end up sort of thinking to yourself, mm, is uh, are we going to end up relying on this, lad who maybe now should just be playing midfield for
2: us? Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm, it, it's it's tough because when when the when the team's announced, I actually went, you know, is, is that Milner the left-back, is he doing something mad around Shaqiri? Just because I've... I, you're starting to see the drop-off at left-back. But, you know, we were talking off-air, and I think the point you made to me, Neil, is absolutely right. When when you've got the best left-back in the world playing there, the drop-off is going to be so, so visible. And our, our full-backs are, are, are unique in their the sort of level of quality. They're, they're our biggest threat. And when you take one of them away you you, you realise just how big a threat they are and whether it's that extra yard of pace or whether it, or whether it's just the fact that recovery is, is so good when, when the team spring on us or what whatever it may be, the, the drop-off will be big. And asking someone who's, who, firstly, who we signed under Brendan Rodgers, who was a right winger for Manchester City at the time, yeah. who then came to Liverpool because he wanted to prove he was a central midfielder, who has acted as a square peg in a round hole for such a long period of time. I, I don't I don't know what standard you can judge him by. The the, the issue becomes is how how do you attract so, someone to come to Liverpool as a left back? The question is and I'll go
1: around everyone on it really because this is <laughs> my thing on this is I, compl- I think all that's really fair and I think it's worth saying we've given him a two-year extension I'm really pleased we have because I think he's a terrific footballer I and I think he adds a lot to Liverpool's midfield the question is is whether or not at some point the manager's going to have to think about when he's looking to deputise either finding another solution in the squad or as you say maybe going outside but if he what worries me isn't what he's doing in possession at all. It is just that idea that it's it's not half a lot to ask that left that that left hand side for Liverpool. You get left alone. You've got a lot of tracking back to do as well as running forward. And there's there's a point at which it just becomes arduous. I
2: do wonder though whether it's the one where he feels he can take a risk a bit a bit more because Van Dijk is playing that side. Um, so you know Robertson's injury record is pretty much perfect since he's been at Liverpool as well. So. I, I get everything you're saying. I just, I just sympathise for, for whoever plays there who isn't Robertson. Really, it's it, it, you know filling filling a, a void for someone who is the best in the world is never is never nice. Whether it's filling in for Sadio Mane, Mo Salah Allison, you know, it, there's always you're always going to see a drop off at this level. In, in defensive terms, I don't know. Can you is is Joe Gomez a, a left back answer? Who knows?
1: Is this all about first world problems, Gareth, or is it is it something to actually begin? As I say, I'm I'm not I'm not up nights. I want to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just for the first time a little bit like, ooh, you know, when you say, oh, we could put anyone on the team sheet and I'd go sound. I may be approaching the point where if 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 you know where, and again, if he's playing centre mid, not at all. But if I see a team sheet and I think Milner's going to be left back on it, and I suspect Milner himself might be a bit like. Oh, all right, oh, yeah.
3: He doesn't want to play there, does he? He's made that you know clear a number of times. And I think even when we did something with him, you know, he mentioned then like you know that he was learning a new position and learning a new role. And he said, you know, if I can get anywhere near the level of Robo, then I'm doing something right. So you know, there you go by his own admission, he knows he can't get to that level. I, I think I think look, I think he, he, the manager's looked at it and thought, I've got to give him a rest somewhere. Everyone else is getting a rest somewhere this is probably a good game to do it against bottom of the league at home and, and okay they ended up you know creating more chances than you'd want them to and they should have scored like we said before um, I think in all the big games though you know Robertson's playing isn't he so it's not, it's not really a problem he, he's proven himself to be resilient he's played through injuries already he plays the majority of games and that will continue to be the case and it will just be a case of Milner jobs there now and again. Obviously, you know there's the the threat and the the nightmare of if he actually gets injured, what do we do then? Uh, but but let's not think about that. I think basically, <laughs> I mean, as Paul says, it's dead art. I think. I think you know we we obviously could do with someone else who could fill in a fullback. Uh, preferably, if you know David could play both sides, even better. But he wants to come. He wants to come and know that they're not playing basically because the fullbacks have been so good. You know, everyone's talking about them. The league's talking about them. They created so many goals last season, um, un- unprecedented standards of, of um, creativity from fullbacks in the league. And everyone, so everyone knows that. All the agents know that. All the players know that. And that makes it really difficult for Liverpool to recruit in that area. I'd say. I,
2: I, my my thing is that if you look at something like Tottenham, you've got um, Rose and uh, Ben Davis as as left back cover. Well, left back and left back cover. Um, the 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 margin between them two is you know well you might get an uplift of like ten percent or something difference in between the two footballers so it's it's a good environment for them it's competitive you know if if one's form drops off then the other can you know take their place and it's it was you know it's been it was the same maybe last season when Trippier and Norie were there if one drops off so that's that's healthy competition at fullback I just don't think. In our environment, that that will exist. That uh, it's it's like being a left sided centre half. Of Edge is there, isn't he? You know, every time we look for who do you get in as a centre half, everyone brings you candidates and I'm like least left sided. You'd almost rather have Robertson on the drop off
1: to Milner than
2: have Rose
1: and Davis. Um, I just
2: think I, so, would. I just I'm just not sure it's fair on because obviously we haven't got a, a senior left back at the club. How do you recruit one that's going to look at Andy Robertson and go, "I'm never going to play mate? So, you know. <laughs> Adrian, who's a free a free transfer of trainer with some Spanish fourth division side or something, will probably happily come in and come in behind Allison. Uh he's only got sort of one thing to get past. But I think with, with Milner is you've you've just sort of you've sorta of got to take the rough of the smooth a little bit there. Um because firstly you get the attributes of everything positive you get with James Milner in terms of a leader on the field, good on the ball, good good from set pieces, whatever. Um but I, I, it's uh, if if you had Moreno still coming in mm. there the other day, I think it I think it'd feel worse. Yeah, yeah. People were talking about oh, what's what's Larucci up to? I was like, I think if you can see a drop off, then you'll see a drop off if you start bringing a kid in for. Absolutely him. agree.
4: So yeah, that's impressive. I think as well, like, it's similar to um, similar to when we asked Gomez to, to play right back, um, and I know that didn't happen in this game, but I've 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 often felt sorry for him because you're asking someone who isn't really a right back to play in the place that someone who's reinventing how to be a right back and same with Robertson and left, um, in the way that they play, you're asking them to do a similar job when stylistically they're not similar players, and to be honest, it's like like the way our fullbacks play now, it's probably like the way a right midfielder played 15 years ago. Now, can you imagine 15 years ago saying to Rio for Hernandez. can you do right mid for us this mm-hmm. week, Rio? And I think that's, it's similar in the Gomez thing. And, and I felt a little bit sorry for Milner because um, he then moves into midfield uh, and I thought he was really good in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I
2: think you're absolutely right. Them positions have been sort of reinvented, haven't they? I mean, if you, the, the assist chart, that. We'll tell you that, you know, when, when we're right-backs getting 13, 14 assists in here, they chip in with a couple, you know, you might get, I don't know, the through getting on the hands of a Gary Neville cross or something like that back in the day, but um, we, we've, we have completely reinvented that. And,
1: and the next point about that is you also, I would rather have ahead of almost all full-backs,
2: James Milner in their final third. If we're on top, absolutely, and that's so we we have we have a, a group which we send pictures to from the match. And I was just saying when the team comes out, I was saying in the group, I wonder if Shakiri left back because because we have reinvented it. the. I thought it was more like a stylistic fit nowadays the way we're playing at the moment to play Shakiri there than it would have been to Milner. So Milner's been playing well in midfield recently. Um, so I, I wondered, and I, I think it was just a, a mad thought from me, but I did think. I wonder against Watford whether he's just fancy Shaqiri left-back because we'll have loads of the ball, we'll be pressing them high, so if the ball drops Shaqiri with some good crosses in from deep or something like that, but obviously the game doesn't pan out that way. Milner has quite a bit to do. Well, it was the thing with... I was surprised when we let the lad go to Sport and Lisbon, Camacho, because as much as... Obviously, he's got a career to think about and whatnot. Stylistically, he was, he's... He was more of a fifth for Liverpool than what Klein is. who I know out for the season, but um, as backup right back cover, he, he, will he's the next. He's a former tricky winger, isn't he? So, is that is that that's closer to Trent than anything we had?
4: Uh, I think it comes down to trust as well and I think you know the one thing that Sean threw from Milner's interview with us uh, I think it was the one that Gareth did with him was that he said that he'd be in with the stats for the analytics fellas on a Monday after every single game going through and sort of trying to work out how he either betters his game or what he can do differently what Robertson does in that position that he'd be able to do and I think you know you're mentioning Shakiri and doing something mad I just think like the amount of times I watched Klopp tell uh, Shakiri yeah. off at the weekend and it wasn't even just because of I, th- I thought Shakiri was poor but I think it was just where he was meant to be in the track and back and so on so I think it comes down to trust in, in, in that aspect
1: More on the game against Watford to come uh, also we're going to have reaction to the draw because which we're going to run away and, and listen to right now and watch uh, also uh, we're going to talk about Villa and we're going to talk about the first game in Qatar loads to get through on the Anfield wrap Draw done then uh, one of our first breaks throughout all of this the draw has been done Liverpool have got Atletico Madrid Kev how are you feeling?
5: Um, I'd rather it was. we discussed it the other week somewhere that was in Spain just on account of Spanish business being an absolute pain in the arse absolutely um, but to be fair who are you fearing nobody you'd like to go to Atalanta for maybe if you'd have predicted them to be the weakest in the, the pot that we could have got but Atletico Madrid I think they'll be thinking a lot more oh my god we've got Liverpool than we should be thinking oh my god we've got Atletico
1: it's not really put all. my slight bit of misery about the enterprise isn't really that much about the football I think it'll be a dour game they'll make it hard for us they're a good side mm-hmm the scrap I'm not saying it'll be easy but you, you, we will be favourites to go through and I'm quite relaxed about that it's more about more Madrid a bit more Spain I'd rather have you know Atla- Atalanta I think it was the one that everyone had their eye on Atalanta and Leon were the ones that everyone had their eye on as being a bit more fun
2: yeah definitely um, this, this both football and probably even off the pitch won't be fun I mean we're, we, we we were there in the summer we've got Good memories there, obviously, but this one won't be that. It's not going to be forty thousand Reds in the stadium. It's going to be three thousand Reds in the stadium. It's going to be, it's going to be no battle of laughs. You know, the two teams in Europe I've wanted to avoid are one Napoli and this. This is the other Atletico Madrid. They're not. They're not the style of team I think Liverpool will enjoy playing against. That being said, they're not the best version of Atletico Madrid. But they have seen.
1: only conceded this season in the league ten. So there's 17 games in. They've only conceded. they the scored league. 11, though. they scored 18. Well, That's yeah, it. So so they're, they're basically, the games they played 17 games of football, and it's averaged about 1.5 goals a game in the league.
2: Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not a. Um, I, I couldn't watch them every week. And when people pine for Simeone as the manager uh, of other clubs, I'm like, nah, not for me. Not, no, thank you. Um, it's it's not a not a nice style of football he plays. The They've obviously lost Griezmann from last se- season as well, so don't, they're not a threat they were. They did sign Felix, but I, I, I don't, I don't think he's at the level quite yet where Antoine Griezmann was. We've got, we've got a game ahead of us. Um. Definitely, uh, I would have quite liked more of a um,
5: not a not a buy, but you know, One that Liverpool could have took on the strike. It's one of them, no, isn't it, because we're, we're on second leg, aren't we? So if you think about it, they've got they've got the difficult decision now of when they play at home. What do we do? Do we sit in and get signed for a nil nil and then try and counter attack away from home? Because good luck. But if if they don't if they do, do that and then they get a nil 0 come to Anfield, opens a nil one nil, make good luck. Just realise just what's going on in the room there.
1: Yeah, uh, just in case you are watching on YouTube and you've just had your sight blocked a little was bit while she was Walsh? filming it for a, for a thing, but are you standing in front of the cameras that are
2: filming it anyway? <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was wild when he was in. I was like, why are
1: you that? Uh, uh, anyway, so sorry about that if you're on the YouTube. Hey, you got to see all the all right.
2: back of Sean Walsh's lovely hair. Uh, the, lovely. There's
1: nothing wrong with that. What a mane it is. Uh, what a mane it is. No, the, it's it's a it's a funny one, isn't it, Lizzie? You'd rather, as I say, you'd rather maybe have had a little bit more of an adventure, but I'd like to go on a team we played for a while, so we've got to look at it that way as well
0: yeah I do I do think it's one of the toughest draws probably obviously the ones because it got maybe the toughest they're a good team uh, I'm a little bit like Hughes I wasn't really looking forward to going back to Spain for all of the other reasons as well but listen I think we can beat anyone and I'm not just saying that I just think it will be the hardest of the lot and I think with the amount of games we've got coming up especially with the likes of the FA Cup draw um, if we get through in the League Cup that's going to be against a decent opponent all of a sudden the games are, are adding up and you want the, the easiest opponent if you want to call it that and I feel disrespectful saying that to the likes of say Atalanta or Leon, but that is the way but you know what we'll be fine we'll be absolutely fine with Atletica
1: uh, Worth saying in the group stages they lost at Leverkusen that's really interesting, you know. That ultimately, I think they were the, they were the better side on the night uh, looking at the numbers. But they lost at Leverkusen, and when it was a game they could have done with winning, it was the fourth game in the group, so it wasn't like it was a dead rub or anything like that. They went to Leverkusen, they got beat 2 1.
2: Yeah, and, and listen, I'm, 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 I'm showing my concerns about Atletico, Atletico Madrid. I absolutely think we can wipe the floor with them. Yeah. You know, this this is the European champions, top of the Premier League, best team in the world. Hopefully, by the end of this week, um, I've got no doubt in my mind that we can beat Atletico Madrid. We're not talking about the champions of Spain. You know, I think people would have felt a bit easier if you would got the champions of Spain in, in a weird way. Um, you know, Real, Real Madrid. I, I think we wiped the floor with Real Madrid. Um, we beat Barcelona last season. It's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not that I fear them. Just stylistically, I don't think they're they perfect for us. And I know we obviously like to talk about the away. It's it's the capital of Spain. Madrid is a lovely city. That great food, some great bars. We will have a nice time. It's just, it, it wouldn't have been the one we would picked. Um, I I wouldn't have picked them. I think, you know, we, we are it it's maybe a tie we could have done with, without in terms of how difficult it is but if you if you ask me now do i think goes through liverpool football club it's
1: the next part of this as well. Kev is working out the dates, which we haven't got yet. So we're talking here. The dates might be in by the end of the day, but they're not in right now. But Liverpool will, you know, Liverpool will have their preferred date. I'm not quite sure how this gets decided. I quite like a little expose on it. Maybe something. Maybe a long read in the Atlantic. The uh, Athletic, sorry, the, <laughs> the, Atlantic. Sorry, the, 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 the <laughs> Athletic maybe uh, could be perfect for this sort of thing uh, in order to go through it. to understand exactly how this gets boxed. Now is it a negotiation or does G do wafer just say this is the way it is? I've, it's always been a little bit vague, but we would, you know, it would suit us. I think to get it, get, get that out way because these will be two intense games I think that's the thing to point out the thing that this guarantees you I think and with them with having them away first leg is these are going to be two intense games of football even if you expect us to get through
5: yeah well I think theoretically you're right but there's a possibility we go over there. And if they try and play for a 0-0, which I'm, I'm not saying that's what they're doing, with, but when you look at the numbers there, what, they conceded 10 goals but only conced- only scored 18. If Liverpool are coming to town, you're not going to expect them all of a sudden to be piling forward, I wouldn't imagine. So, But the thing is, if you've got to try and sit and take the pressure on us for 90 minutes, not many teams manage to do it. We're averaging two or three goals a game at least, and yet we, we may concede one. But if they go out for a 0-0, that's what they set their, their game plan to. And we just go over there and wreck it by getting a 2-0 or even a 1-0 maybe their whole game plan at Anfield then changes and I think it will. listen it will be intense it's the Champions League not how stages they're all all difficult games well actually the last couple of years we've Porto and they've been rather delightful to us haven't (laughs) we but Atletico have very much got one way of winning this tie whereas I I can see three or four different ways Liverpool managed to get through we could lose 1-0 over there and tonk them at Anfield equally we could absolutely batter them over there and it's a trouble at Anfield it all just depends on how well we play at their place, and we could theoretically take the second leg out of their hands.
1: Lizzie, next part of this is to look at the draw for everybody else, especially <laughs> our rivals, and the main one being Manchester City in terms of who can be involved in this. Uh, and they go to Real Madrid. Um, that couldn't have gone that much better for us. No, it's
0: a boss draw that <laughs> mm. when it was when it was drawn, uh, we were all rather pleased in the office. That's you know what would do. I want to say the form that Manchester is and I hope people know what, what I mean, is that they're not as invincible as, as they were last season. And that's going to be tough for them to come up against a side like Real Madrid, it will be. And even though I actually fancy Real Madrid, but that's because Liverpool are in probably the best form I've seen in my whole life this game for City they will not have won. Stand. it's about time we saw them get a, a, you know a good draw isn't it I'm, it wouldn't have surprised me if he was a draw like four or something <laughs> like that um, <sighs> so no I'm, I'm glad they got Real Madrid and you know what I actually couldn't call that as to who goes through at the moment I really can't
2: and, and we'll be in at the same time. That'll be interesting.
0: Oh, will it be the same
2: week? Yes. Uh, the, Is that confirmed? Well, the, I don't think it... No, like that, that, you know,
1: th- that might be one of the things that now gets negotiated. What, people are talking about
2: on Twitter that we've been... Uh, well, but
0: potentially in the city, at the, same, at
2: the same time. Surely it
0: won't be too much of an issue if it was. Well, no, you like
5: well, yeah. Just they, they won't do that. There's a hundred percent guarantee that won't happen. So there will be one week, and they'll be they'll be the next. Because you well, you won't even let you play at home in the, if there's someone playing in the same league that you play mm. in domestically. So the Champions League, there's no way. I think you'll probably find that what they'll do is they'll spread that over like three weeks, four weeks, maybe even for the first legs.
1: Yeah, the four week, the cross four, It is across four weeks. So, what,
5: so there's no chance they're gonna have Liverpool and Man City. No, in the, are the first legs are across. Sorry,
1: across two. Yeah. The, the full things across four,
5: so you'd, you'd, I, there's no way that'll happen. I'm, pretty, I'm almost saying if they've, they've got a thing from the past where they've where they've had a similar situation, and it just, yeah. they don't have it, they don't have the first the,
1: same the, f- the first the first leg will be the 18th or 19th, 25th or 26th of February. Yeah, so we we'll 10th one there, or 11th or 17th. Or if 17th, you're
0: a um, if you're a Manchester City fan watching that draw, like just compare and contrast now to being a Liverpool fan. Like we we didn't really want Atletico, but we were sound with it, and look at how well we're doing in the league, how well we're playing now. They're, what, 14 points behind Liverpool in the league. So they're probably starting to think that they're not going to win the league. Let's be honest, like, let's be completely honest about that. So they're going to start to look at the Champions League I bet you they had the Reds in the hands when they got drawn up. I'm not sure you you got got, I
1: think, I think it yeah. might actually be the thing that club needs. Yeah, a, a big, big tie. A, a and big a big a,
5: win. A big win possibly. Yeah. Yeah, in getting Shakhtar. Uh, exactly. Know. Like the, know. But they, they get Shakhtar and they get all them crap ones in the, um, the group stage don't they? Every season. And they, they seem to steamroll through them. Like they won was it 4-1 away the other day. If that had been a knockout group stage for some reason the heads just go. Whereas if they've got Real Madrid I think it, it probably focuses them a little bit more thinking we've got to give up 110% to get this 3 because if we don't we could go out by the same token we've got the bonus that they could quite conceivably give it 110% and still get tonked yeah. because they just haven't got the European pedigree but it but just doesn't I, work I, it. I
1: think it might be the sort of thing that gets gets their supporters going about it because we've all talked on this about how weird they are about it but the it is Manchester City who've never won a European Cup against Real Madrid who won the most European Cups mm. and if you're not up for this one I don't know what you're up for and I think if you're Guardiola you might even be thinking right if they're not up for this one I'm out of here what is the, what is the purpose mm. of the enterprise?
2: I think we might be... Overestimating Real Madrid and underestimating oh, yeah. Manchester City a little bit here, to be honest with you. I mean, Madrid aren't having a good season I, either. I, no, exactly. And um, Manchester City are a much better side than, than Real Madrid are at the moment. It's it's not the it's it not, could change
1: by February. It sometimes does. It,
2: it could it could, but um, it's not a, it's not an enviable task. It's very similar to the draw we've just got, is what I would say. Is that the two English sides are the, the, the better sides and. Um, you know the the span the span but the Spanish sides are going to be a difficult task. The the what I mean, the one thing I'd say is Liverpool will go and enjoy themselves. The Liverpool fans, Liverpool, Manchester City. This is their opportunity to go, to go to one of the the greatest stadiums in world football. I still think it's probably the best I've been to um, the Bernabeu. And if they don't enjoy that, then you're absolutely right. What what are you in it for? Because it is, the no matter what form Real Madrid is in, they're still the pinnacle of world football, the most successful club in the world. If, if you don't get up for it and you're 14 points in the league, you may as well pack in now. Life continues to be very nice for Jose Mourinho. Uh, he's
1: got Chelsea full to pieces in front of him, uh, getting last-minute winners uh, away from home and now finds himself, Kevin, in a situation where it's Leipzig. If you could have hand-picked one, you probably would have hand-picked Leipzig if you were Tottenham.
5: Good luck with that one, mate. I'm not sure... I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have picked them for them either. I think, again, it's, a, it's one of them ones where you go... Okay. You, think, you think perfect draw for them Top of the Bundesliga Yeah, top of the Bundesliga But not just that They play that style of football Where Tottenham They beat Wolves the other day A team now A decent attacking team But play a lot of football Leipzig will do whatever it takes To beat Tottenham I think So they, they'll they be going there And there'll be some Tottenham fans Thinking we should be favourites for this Whereas in reality If you looked at just on form And just where the two teams are you, You'd think it should be Leipzig favourites So again They're if I was a Tottenham fan I'd be thinking we're probably not going to go that far in this cup I'd rather have had a Real Madrid away really? or something yeah honestly because you look at Leipzig if I was a Tottenham fan I'd be thinking I know we've had a couple of results but they, they were by no means convincing at the weekend were they against no, World, no. The last, a last minute winner but then again we've been getting them and we've been singing the praises of it but if I was a Tottenham fan I'd just be thinking it's just got banana getting written all over it for me
1: is there not part of you thinking genuinely we've got a fellow who's a really good manager of two legs always has been, has been his whole life. We've just made the final of the whole thing and yeah we can talk about how we got there but that was showing real spirit and real resilience as well I mean it might be that Leipzig might ironically perhaps feel like it's a little bit too small an occasion for them but I, I don't know and last season for instance when this draw happens Tottenham got Dortmund and everyone went Dortmund top of the Bundesliga you, you, you'll have to watch that one and then they, they, mullered, them, they yeah. mullered them 3-0 first leg they just did them in, in 45 Dif- minutes of different
5: football. time though isn't it well that's
1: what I mean the point is yeah. that it's a different. we're all in a different place in February and by that point Mourinho has been working with that squad for 3 or. Four months.
5: The fellat was after them by then no <laughs> longer. It's,
0: it's I right, think it's experience right. is worth a lot, especially in Europe and for the <laughs> side like Tottenham, who for the first time got to the the final last year. And I think a Mourinho will know how to do a number on them. It depends what the squad looks like. They were supposed by that point, of course, if they've got any injuries, all that sort of stuff. And like you say, could go either way. But I, I actually think I see what you mean about the Leipzig thing. But I, I actually think that with Mourinho there, they're probably favourites. I
2: think. Um there'll be a fella fluffing his g-lay ready uh, in Nagelsmann. He'll, he'll really fancy that that. Oh, time. he will, yeah. He, I mean, he... How I many he fancies? He a lot of pair that will be on the, on the side <laughs> my name, man. Oh, my in, God. Including them, Fluffing his g again. Yeah. Fluffing each other. <laughs> but that's it. There's going to be a couple of egos. And, you know, when when Nagelsmann came to Anfield with Hoff, Hoffenheim, was it at the yeah. time? Yeah, Hoffenheim. He was, um, you know, he was, he was a... Prick Basically wasn't he um, And now he's a prick With a bit to back her up You yeah. know He's top of the Bundesliga um, It could You know if I think if he wouldn't have been At Leipzig Such a short amount of time you think he would have been One of the favourites For the Spurs job Surprised Arsenal Haven't been linked with him harder um, Clearly And I say through gritted teeth Because I really can't stand him Clearly a talented coach Um and coming up against the other egotistical maniac who's obviously a very good coach in Jose Mourinho, he'll like that no end. The thing is, that, Neil, I remember laughing uh, when we got a draw and you were saying Salzburg will leg you yeah. or well, Tottenham are in a game as well because they're from the Red Bull yeah. stable. We, you know, we got to see firsthand what the feeder club for Leipzig are like. Oh, so, definitely. So what are Leipzig going to be like for them? It's going to be a nightmare. Oh, they're
1: going to like them. Uh, That's the first thing they'll do. Absolutely. Uh, they'll have to work really hard Tottenham to get through it. Last one is Chelsea are going to get battered. I don't even know what you've got. Bye, Munich. Bye, Munich.
0: See I you later. <laughs> yeah.
5: They are going to get that. That might be a record score, that because Frank Lampard is finding out louder. You can only get so much of a bounce. Some people. There's been managers. Through time and memorial, who've come in, and I've got the goodwill of players and uh, fans alike, and it gives you a lovely bounce. And then you start getting beaten on by Bournemouth, to get beat away at Everton. That's not good enough. That and Bayern Munich will be licking their lips because for them, you can they can go. Oh, it's Chelsea from England, whereas in reality, you know, listen, we might not even have a coach at the moment, yeah. but we are likely to absolutely of these. I see, I see. But well, we were having a pint together at the weekend where we we got we got some
2: wholesale, and it was like three one Bayern Munich. And I think by the time we were halfway through our pint. It was like six-one. Mm. Bayern Munich. Philip Coutinho with a who's He was in absolutely blistering form.
0: Lewandowski as well. Like, yeah, he's, he's in flying.
2: the form of his life now, old you, now. About 150. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just less than Phil Blundell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does have less birthdays Happy to be birthday, fair. Phil. Um, but, but yeah, the, uh, <laughs> No, I mean, the, can't put the flare down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they did. I mean, they're, they're another team. Or I know they've got the their academy manager or something the job until the end of the season, but things seem to be going all right for Bayern they're only fifth in the Bundesliga but um, yet they seem like they're on their way back into form it's not an enviable time for Chelsea we're obviously in the opposite form but we have got two months to wait things can change between now and the yeah. time of this game um, you know we were only, it was only a couple of weeks on his shows we were talking about Chelsea being outside Premier League title candidates things change really quickly in football who knows whether Frank Lampard will still be Chelsea manager then or they could be right back in the mix um,
1: alright then we're going to pull us back to Watford's Lizzie uh, and just a couple of little things I wanted to point out which we didn't do much of at all on the post-match show not least because I partially forgot uh, <laughs> it'd been a heavy few days uh, but also uh, because I often forget it exists as a position on the football pitch uh, the goalkeeper was absolutely impeccable against Watford he's not been called into service very much across the last few weeks Um all months either things have been bang in the corner or he's been injured or Liverpool have just been on top in games but it was a tremendous performance from him
0: yeah he was crazy. he was on top form and I feel like when, when I watched him at the weekend it, it felt like Alisson was back and, and I don't mean that in any disrespect to him as such but it, it it just look it looks like now he's getting his game back and and he's got the minutes behind him now which you know he was out for a while when he was it was a yeah. good go few weeks and you, it's hard for any player to get a rhythm back and he certainly got his back and, and i think the likes of that mad i think there was one tiny little thing where i wasn't sure where if he might have I, I thought he maybe should have called at Van Dyke for that possible mistake, but I don't know. Uh, I am not a goalkeeper, so I was. It, I, I couldn't really see from where I was sat whether that was. Van Dijk saying I'm going to deal with it or whether he was waiting for Allison, but that was the only one but it, it it just looked like he was saving anything and for me it's really important for this Liverpool side now to keep these clean sheets like that's three clean sheets in a row now and all the talks being about oh the cards the but they're still leaking goals you can still get at them when I think it's a load of rubbish um, and I think now you'll see that clean sheet continue
1: There's something for me Kev around the fact that I wondered about the missed kicks Like, Decoray takes a touch probably has another touch I think in there as well it's all a bit messy but I think part of what he's thinking is and to be fair Liverpool's placement of where the players are in general that looks like he's right in front of the sticks he should just put this in the back of the net but when you actually watch it back yeah it's a terrible miscue don't get me wrong but you know it, there's almost a man blocking either post but there's also this fella in the middle of the goal who's enormous absolutely enormous but also before you go on the pitch in the back of your mind there's something saying he could be the best goalkeeper in the world
5: yeah well the says he makes a disparate to strikers so you see in the one where Delefeu goes clean through and gives him a little nudge in the back. Delefeu should have had a little bit more composure there and tried to sit Allison down, tried to do something else. Instead, all he's done was panicked and just whacked it at him. And that's what players do against him because I've seen his stat the other day, he's got the highest saves to shots percentage in the Premier League. Jordan Pickford's last just for a little day, long for the Evertolians <laughs> there. But Allison makes those saves and it dispirits the strikers. As you said, Daniel, that one where the lad slices it in the middle of the goal. He's got the goalie coming at him and really all he's got to do is just get it on target and against most goalies that's all you think just get it on target but he's playing against a goalkeeper like Alisson he's in your head and he's thinking I've got to get this exactly right and the more you have to think about it we've seen it with um, Mo Salah of late with the overthinking when, yeah, when, he's, when, he's, when he's overthinking he's making mistakes he's taking an extra touch and it doesn't go in when he's just playing off the off his own his own form if you will he scores goals like the one he scored last week against uh, Salzburg Allison makes players think all the time even when he's got basically an open goal which shows we, how good he is we saw this with Manchester United when De Gea was in his pump
2: which he very much isn't at the moment Um and you you go into the game worrying about the Gea and when you when you face and play firstly you've got to get past Virgil van Dyke. that must be in a striker's mind but when you do you're then presented with it's like it's like um, Sonic or something when you've got the boss at the end in it yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, like, yeah we, oh, that, that was hard oh fuck this is harder um, and that that that's what Liverpool are, are presenting at the moment is um it's just a real a real headache for strikers and we where, where you're where you're in the when when you're in the head before the balls kicked. So I know while whilst you were sharing that old quote about Troy Deeney talking about mm. fans like being a nightmare and after aftershave and all that. But you're definitely coming in to get that game thinking about it, aren't you? You you're coming in going yeah, if we get past, like, firstly, he's not going to be Van Dyke for pace or nothing like that. So if that quick that opportunity breaks to you where well, you haven't got time to think anyway, I've still got to get past this big handsome fella. It must be an absolute nightmare.
1: He's, there's a virtuous circle in it, I think, Paul, in that I feel, and I was watching him at the weekend a little bit uh, anyway before he, before he was actually pulling off a couple of the saves, and he feels very involved in the game and the more involved he is in the game the more involved he is as a goal, as a traditional goalkeeper if you know what I mean it's like it's like he's a presence within the whole football match I think was it this game or was it the previous game where someone tried to chip him and it's, I was intrigued by the fact that it felt like the first time someone had done that but his positioning was still then spot on like he's he's very very quick off his line he knows where everything is he knows where he needs to be he makes the right decision every single time but part of that is because I think he genuinely feels like he's always playing he's never just been a goalkeeper
5: that's, that's sorry Paul that, that, that comes from that, that level of concentration Is exactly why Jordan Pickford Is as bad as he is As a goalkeeper I don't know if anyone Watched the United game Yesterday with Everton Every time he saved a shot Or he was taking a goal kick And the step for them Were giving him stick And he was turning around And smiling towards them that's not what a goalkeeper should be doing. No. That shows you that he's thinking, what are people thinking about me? Alison goes on that pitch and he doesn't care what we think about him, he doesn't care what the opposition players think about him. He just cares that he's in the perfect position and that his back line is in the perfect position. And if they're not, he'll tell them where to be. The concentration levels are what take a good goalkeeper, your Ben Foster's your David James, your Jordan Pickfords, and make them into great goalkeepers like your Allison's like your De Hayes, like possibly Kepa's gonna be if he gets if he gets out the Premier League. But that's is that little tiny thing you're talking about there, which you think, we'll just do that then, just concentrate more, is the difference between being Peter Schmeichel and being Ben Foster. And that's, you can't teach it, it's either in you or it isn't.
2: I mean, it seems harsh And Ben Foster, who's did the best save we've ever seen there. <laughs> <don't forget. laughs> uh, <laughs> but, well, yeah, no, I mean. He, I, I totally agree. We're, t- we're talking, we're talking levels, and I think I think Kev's absolutely right. All if you watch a professional goalkeeper, their their level is quite often ridiculous in terms of their agility, the 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 handling, everything about them. But menta- mentality, you you get this in all of like racket sports or things like snooker or whatever. So much is in your head. You can get away with it a little bit in football because. There's open games so fast yeah, around, yeah.
1: there's another opportunity to I, come. But as a goalkeeper,
2: no, no. When when you've got to be per. Because as you say, you talked about Alison. He hasn't, he hasn't really been involved in a football match all week. But then the the, the minute he's called upon, he's concentrating enough. Nothing. what, what noises from the Anfield Rose end aren't bothering him when he makes when he makes that save. And I think that's what your point yeah. is, Kev. Is that he was alert enough after doing nothing really for. For a while to make an unbelievable same, the same in the Napoli game last season. It's a similar sort of thing where he's just too big, you know. He, and he's not, the, I think the modern build of a goalkeeper is more like Kepa yeah. or whatever. He's he's more like the old fashioned build, but he doesn't look like he could be as agile as he is because he's, he's big, he's, you know, he's limsy, isn't he, you know? Um, but he's fantastic. And we, we, we got away with it a little bit I would say with, with his injury because it could it, you know it was at the beginning of the season when we were playing playing fantastic I think he came back just at the right time absolutely okay. absolutely um, and the the difference in terms of just just the, the centre half feeling like they can, they can push for it for further forward 10 yards and not have to worry about what's behind them is all all good. I think the Southampton game where Adrian had a little bit of a knock but still played on, you you actually visibly seeing how much a goalkeeper is involved in a football match because when he couldn't kick it properly, you started to see the centre-halves making mistakes, trying to avoid not being able to go back to them. He's a really, really key cog in Liverpool and just because you don't have to see that much of him don't forget that he's not there.
1: Another key cog, uh, just briefly Lizzie, is Firmino and at the minute he's finding it a little difficult to think, I think you see him dropping deeper and deeper and then when he gets his big chance towards the the end of the game, when it still is only 1-0, as ever there's a man who manages to find too long to think about one, it's him with that one Mm. it's not the idea that his all-round play isn't quite there, although maybe it isn't, but the work rate's still there, the effort's still there, the positioning's still there, it's a lot of the other stuff that you associate with and that isn't
0: yeah I think he looked tired you know like I I just thought he was a little bit slower than usual I don't know I I think he needs a bit of a break there was there was times like when I first started watching him I was thinking he's not in this and then there was times when when it felt like he was driving the ball forward and he was still making a lot of moves and I felt like oh he's probably going to grow into the game but it it was a, it was a bit of I think it was a mixed game. I mean, everyone sort of slagged him off, but I think it was mixed. I think he had flashes, rather than it being all bad. Uh, that was just my view of it, and he had the assist as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which was which was excellent. But <coughs> I don't know whether the formation maybe sort of didn't help him for this one, the four two three one where he maybe had to run a little bit more. Because like I say, for me, I don't know about you, I might be wrong, but when I was watching him, I honestly, I he looked like a fella who, who needed a bit of a rest to me. And I think he'll come back, he will come back, and, and this Qatar break might be what, what he needs. We, we've just watched Mo Salah. Go through with dip perform, and and when Jurgen Klopp announces the team, she for Everton, and we're all we we all were bemused, weren't we? Let's all be honest. We we were gobsmacked at the the, the first eleven, and it turns out Jurgen Klopp giving most Salah a rest for possibly his his two favourite Premier League games was the best thing to do. So I think Jurgen Klopp will will be looking at Firmino now, knowing that he's not a hundred percent. And like, like I say, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets rested Ma- soon.
2: Ma- well, he was obviously the other one in that in that game. Um, I I'm I'm a bit more long term worried about him. Actually, I, I don't think this is a, a, a new thing. I think he's been not at his best for for a while now. I think I still think he's been involved in games, but I even think. <laughs> as good as we were last season I don't think it was Bobby's best I think the season before yeah. Yeah, was, was Bobby's best um, so I'm not I wonder whether um I've forgotten his name already they from Salzburg Minamino uh, Minamino is is, yeah. is good for Minamino for, for in terms of a little bit. I'm not saying any, I'm not saying he needs to kick up the arse I'm just saying he probably needs to remember he can't take this place for granted a little bit and I think the the importance we put on his position can sometimes, I, I don't, I don't think it's in his head, but I think we, we've got to remember. You
0: miss him when he's not there, don't well, you? Even if he's not informed, do, he doesn't
2: but play. I don't think he's irreplaceable because what, 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 it, and this, this won't be a popular opinion, I'm sure, but I think we, we all act like he's irreplaceable, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure he is. I think at, there was a period in time for Liverpool where it was very much led from the front, where he was key to the press and we do I would absolutely have agreed then I'm not sure now I think Bobby Firmino needs to start scoring some more goals
1: Just on this Paul I think we might have been having conversations not too dissimilar maybe not quite on on shows as such around this time last season and then we get to Christmas. He has that great game against Arsenal, and then mm. he has a little bit of a purple patch, I think, for a period. It, it is. It's a difficult one, isn't it? This is one of those where the manager's got to look at the data, got to look at the sports science, got to talk to the player. Got you know. This is where we see the art of management. I think yeah. where he's he's got to look at all the factors, every bit, of, every little bit that he can find out, and make a little bit of a decision as to what what's best for the player. Here is the idea that he that he keeps. Like for instance, is the idea that he. he Let's go to Leicester. He plays against Leicester, and Liverpool win 2-0 and Firmino gets them both. Mm. Is that you know? Is that what 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 needs to happen to, to get him to but the next phase? I, I think, or I
2: think that's well. I'm not sure. I just think that's that that's the standard he he has to be at at this club. And th- this isn't me saying it's time to move on from Bobby Firmino. Absolutely not. I'm just saying that. I, I'm not. I don't think we're in a position where we can keep saying oh, buddy's so important to us because. Every, every, every cog in this team is so important we're not we're not where we were. were it's now at a time where we've got to say to Roberto Firmino if you're going to lead the line for Liverpool you, you've got to come back with a better goal return than, than he has done for the last 15-16 months I think it it can come back for Bobby to the point where he can be where he was in 17, 18 and, and come in with a 20-goal return. I just think it, that's got to be sort of like the standard now where you can't just get away from run, running a little bit. Divock Origi will run all day. I just don't think it's all enough. about
0: the goals. Do you not think at the weekend it was more to do with with his passing was off? For me, like it, it just felt like he wasn't... He wasn't moving the ball well enough. It was like everything he was trying just wasn't that, coming ser- off, and he was frustrated. It's certainly
2: form. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm not even getting. In, I'm just getting into a, a sort of wider point than, than his current form.
5: I think he's got to start scoring more goals. I think that I'm just got to. I'm just being blunt about it. I think for his own, for his own mind space, yeah, I think that's right. But I also think it's very much. Probably the fact that he's played for two or three seasons non stop. Like we played Copper America this mm. summer and we talk about sports scientists all the time. But then when a player is out of form, you're like, well, you need to, you need to book your ideas up. It might be weird that he's totally knackered, you know what I mean? He might, they might have the data that says he's run at 85, percent well, But then it's on the management,
2: Kev. Uh, no, we'll we'll 100%. But Stop playing and Marigi played fantastically in the Derby. Keep playing listen, him.
5: That, that, that's fine to say, right? But we're talking about making a decision to take a player out of a team that's won 16 out of 17 league games, mm. was qualified top of its Shamans League group. So. It's not like we're carrying him. We no. are carrying him to an extent from what he was. And let's have it right, Origi is a fantastic substitute, but nobody, I don't think anybody in this room wants to see him start five games and not win a Premier League. I
2: just i just feel a little bit for Origi. And listen, I, Liverpool are a stronger side with Bobby Firmino, and I don't doubt it. I'm just saying like, is there, is there any long term planning around him maybe not getting back to that level? I don't know. Is uh, that is, 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 Minamino? Is yeah, maybe. I hope I, I want Bobby Firmino to come back and be the Bobby Firmino we know and love. And this isn't me throwing him under a bus. I'm just saying it can't go on forever. That the like, I don't know, what did he get in all comps last season? 12, 13 goals, something like it's that? A
1: bit more than that, I think, but he, well, it wasn't that many more than that in the no. league. I just feel like when
0: you talk about Firmino, there we, it's never been about goals for yeah, me. I, I never I never correlate Firmino and goals, and I know that's mad because he's our number mm. nine, but to me, I think of goals and I think of Mane and I think of Salah. Firmino is the one that he's, makes that happen, and I'm fine with that if he doesn't come back with goals, if it means he's facilitating them. He's
1: yeah. 29th me. in the country for combined goals and assists per game in the league this season
0: i well, so the the
1: all the assists are flawed. Yeah, the, I mean, so the,
5: the, the figures there, but then so that won't include the over assist he got from his own after the day which put money into. Yeah, there. of course. So there, I've have listened; they are flawed, and we can see that he's not playing, and nobody nobody's saying that he's in great form. He isn't. He's clearly mm-hmm. had a little drop off, but I, th- I feel like we're, we're being. I suppose very, what I'm saying, quick. I'm
2: I feel, I'm not. am get off I'm
5: his back senior. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> on his back. I'm just <laughs> saying
2: like It's It's not. It's not just, I think he's dropped from a point where he dropped anyway, That that's probably where... It'll
0: probably where, be a spell though yeah. won't it rather... G- well
2: that's yeah. what I'm saying, I think it's longer than a spell, I think like where he was and where he is now has dropped so I don't, this could be that... Fourth of the country for, for th- touches in the box. For this, it could be that he's dropped off because people have understood him a bit more because I did, for a period I don't think I understood him uh, really, I thought fucking he's, he's fantastic he leads the line, he does everything he does his touch is unbelievable but but how how do you, how do you stop that? Because you can't be a centre-half and go with him because he could be sitting on top of your midfield or yeah. whatnot and he does allow space for stuff like that. There's just a big red flag in the back of my head as well. I'm saying, I need to see him come back or show show a bit more towards where he was the season before last rather than where he has been for the last 18 months.
1: Okay, uh, just want us to move on. Um, he's obviously not going to feature against Villa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's going to be a strange game, Kev. I think it is one that's going to be quite strange for
2: Kevies and goal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one that's quite the uh, the best way to phrase it is that it's quite the opportunity for a lot of Liverpool supporters to go to Birmingham and get behind Liverpool uh, as a concept <laughs> and as a reality. I think it's going to be as much about that as anything else because I just don't know what side Villa are going to play and I think it's really quite difficult. I don't actually don't I, I've got a little bit of sympathy for Dean Smith and Villa in this in that they go into this game as massive favourites. It's a massive opportunity for them, but the reality is as well the seventeenth in the league. It's the, the do they even want to be in the semi final this? Because what if they go and get City and they've got to worry about those two games when they're fighting a the relegation battle? But the flip side is, you're Aston Villa. You've got to take it seriously.
5: Of course, now, if, for Aston Villa, if I if I was an Aston Villa fan and he went out and put a really weak side out, I'd be furious with him because what are they in it for I know they want they're back in the Premier League. They seem to be doing okay. I know they got beat at the weekend by Sheffield United, but if that penalty goes in, you. Would not backed against them getting a draw there's some terrible teams in the league so if I was them I'd be thinking am I willing to gamble uh, the, for an extra two games because not, it's not like they play week in week out uh, Wednesday, Saturday yeah. so uh, would I be willing to gamble an extra two games okay it might be against Man City but it might be against Everton do you know what I mean to get to a, to a League Cup final Villa have got a, a rich history in the League Cup and their fans are, they're a proper big club set of fans do you know what I mean they they understand what winning Sophie's is like and they understand what it means to the club for me personally if I was if I was a Villa fan I'd be looking at Detroit and saying just go out and absolutely but, spank Liverpool's kids they come, yeah. yeah, they might be Liverpool's kids but they're and You still get to say we beat Liverpool in a League Cup quarter final. If they go out and if they they reduce their their first team, as all because I don't know, I don't even know what their squad's like.
1: So last time, last time out They made a few changes They made they made changes at the back But Concer, who's Who's got back in recently uh, Got in ahead of Engels uh, But now I think There's a problem with Ming So he was a bit of a doubt For the weekend He didn't feature at the weekend They played El Mohamedy Right back He's the second choice Right back uh, Taylor left back I think he's the set. Yeah target's the first choice Left back uh, They had Lansbury on the pitch But they brought McGinn on for him But elsewhere They had Douglas Luiz Who they've been playing Huahan who they've been playing El Garzi, who they've been playing uh, Trezeguet And they had quite a strong bench So I think you probably You know if you go with something that, And that was against Wolves so if you go with something at home, so probably to expect them to go with something similar than that, but maybe whack one more big hitter in somewhere.
5: Well, that, Maybe
1: you pick a Grealish because it sends the message to everybody. It sends a message to the stands we're taking this deadly seriously.
5: Well, that's what they need to do because if, if they don't pick someone like a Grealish, I'm not sure how their how their season's panning out with what players are at the type that you'd call a leader or whatever. But the is well, the captain. Well, I know he is, but what I'm yeah. saying is if you take him out, I'm not sure he's a leader. I know they got like the Wesley up front and players like that who's having a bad time it. But if you were to likes that Wesley, you'd be thinking to yourself. Get, get get me on that set Vandenberg mate and I will absolutely terror him. But by the same token, you can see Vandenberg going alright. Well I had a bit of a ropey game in that, that Arsenal game. Put me up against him and I'll show you what I can do because he's just a big lump. There's loads of interest honestly, there's loads of interesting uh, yeah. things you can
1: see. If you're villa, uh you've got us you've got three home games here back to back twenty first, uh Southampton, twenty sixth, Norwich massive, massive. Um but also real opportunities for six points. So it is it you know, do you want because the, because there's a flip side to this isn't the pull the kicking the teeth of going out to Liverpool or of it becoming a really tricky game and the, the general sort of feel good factor it's Tuesday, Saturday Saturday, Thursday and then what for the way you just sort of see where you are
2: I think they'll be scratching their heads about body more Heath if I'm honest with you like I just don't I don't see I don't see how Villa can put any importance on this either a cup run's not what they need now Villa, Villa had a nice little start and everyone thought oh Villa would be sound. They're right back in it now. I I think if I if I'm uh, Jurgen Klopp or, or is it was a or what, whoever's taking yeah, the yeah, Liverpool basically. team I'd be I'd be I'd be going we'll just shake hands on it doesn't matter who wins this. Um I would I would absolutely be having my lads ready for Southampton for Norwich for Watford. They're the games that that, that really matter to Aston Villa Aston Villa can't go Burnley down. But only after that. Aston Villa can't go down. The you know there's, the 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 effort it takes to get out the championship. If if Villa go but Villa go back down again. They're the back in it. It's it's the it's the worst league in the world to get out of. The League Cup does not matter to Aston Villa this season. Be, staying in the Premier League is the only thing that should matter. And if, and if he plays his first team, I think he wants his head feeling. If I'm honest with you, if they were if they were eleventh or twelfth and they were seven points ahead, I'd be all all for it. You know, you're talking about Everton down there as well. You know. Um, we're Talking about Watford Coming back earlier In the show Aston Villa Have to tread very carefully I would not put, I would just say Right we'll, we'll both agree We're going to play Our academy players In this game and let's guy realize they put the wrong game to show. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, Liverpool have got Monterey as well on Wednesday. We saw the squad that went over. There'll be a few changes, I think, from the first eleven for that. But we'll be talking about that in a number of different places. Now it's one hell of a time to subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, the rap, uh, dot com. uh You can find everything on there that you need to subscribe to all of our stuff that's behind the paywall. Hopefully you downloaded the app at the weekend. If you didn't, you can still do so. Uh, but hopefully you did so at the weekend uh, to see the Watford stuff that we did uh, across the board and have a listen to that as well. Uh, it's also a good time to buy merch, what with it being Christmas on the horizon so if there are any of the t-shirts that you like go and get them and there's gift card subscriptions as well it's been a bit of a funny show thank you very much to Gareth and to Craig uh, to Paul and to Kev and to Lizzie and to UEFA for once being mercifully brief with the Champions League draw there's a fighting chance Lizzie you might be approaching schedule one way or another here and if you'd have offered me that at half past 10 I'd have bitten your hand off (laughs) Uh, thank you very much to everyone and to the Athletic partner with us this year Uh, if you want to sign up it is the athletic.co.uk forward slash
2: the Anfield Rap. see you later